What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Thursday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Betwixt the pair of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest, but what you should know by now, cousins, is that if you want to get involved with the show, you can get at us on Twitter. We'll take your questions, comments, concerns, and reactions at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. And Arthur Motes, you and I, we don't, you know, some radio shows when things go, there's, they when there's hiccups, mm-hmm. they steer away from the skid. Mm. You and I, when we make mistakes, when there's issues, do? when we're, you know, 10 minutes getting on air because we can't figure out the system here in our new studios, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we steer mm-hmm. into the skid. We laugh about it. We're transparent about it. We tell the people. We we acknowledge. We yeah. get we get better. We watch the film. We watch the tape. We find new mistakes. We move on. Right. And I point the finger. And you always assume. Yes. Well, everybody, we saw your tweets. We went back. We listened. You were correct. The show yesterday sounded fine live, but for some reason, when we uploaded the podcast, and it doesn't matter where you get it because I checked Apple, I checked Spotify, I checked a couple different places. It sounds mozi like we're. Uh, uh, I don't know. It sounds like we're talking on walkie-talkies. It sounds like we're doing a really bad Fat Albert impression. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the podcast upload got a little wonky yesterday. We saw the tweets. We'll try and get it fixed for today. That's the least we could do. Yeah. And if not, we're just going to blame it on the higher-ups because right. they're using all the electricity now. <laughs> it's the DVE morning show. I <laughs> you mean, know, you know, they use all that electricity they, down they the hallway. Use, they use all that electricity. We can't even record with our full batteries. You know, our batteries work. They were at like seventy five percent. We're using, we gener- the other we're using day. generators over yep. here. <laughs> That's what was going on. I tried to plug mine in. the The outlet wasn't even working the same way. I had to hit the little reset button on it a couple times. Like that is the reason why. So yes, I'm seeking major comfort. Okay, Arthur Motes. Another day, another opportunity to not have a podcast that sounds like we're talking in a tin can. So mm-hmm. thanks to everybody who bared with us yesterday listening on the podcast. Again, for those of you who rock and roll with us live at noon, I don't think we had any issues. It doesn't sound like we're having any issues now. I went back into our loop on Steelers Nation Radio, and it sounded fine there. Just again, for some reason, weird, wonky, we went to upload the podcast. New studios, new software. We're figuring it out on the fly. Uh, we appreciate you guys for letting us know when those kind of things happen. And uh, we will get better. We will improve. We will continue to polish our craft. Arthur Motes, it is a Thursday here. You know, we got a couple tweets yesterday accusing us of looking too far ahead in the future, right? Hey, let's focus on the Chiefs. We'll talk about the next steps when we get there. Well, Arthur Motes, today, the people asked for it. They got it. We're going to talk about the Chiefs. Oh, we got time today? today? Nothing but time. Well, All except right. until we got to get up out of here. Okay, well, they we got time today then. They ain't paying us overtime. This is a flat fee. It's like, you know, in the NFL, your game checks, Arthur Motes, were the same every week. Yeah. It didn't matter if you went into overtime. This so is true. you were trying to avoid overtime. This is very true. That's what we're doing this right here. This is very right? true. I did not Our like checks overtime. are the same every week. Yeah. No so we're overtime. trying to avoid overtime. Man, I was about to go That's off just on just extra reps. You might hurt yourself. You might listen, pull something. Listen, you bringing up overtime. In <laughs> <sighs> the lack of uh, interest in going into overtime, every off-season workout every off-season workout would end in a argument borderline oh, told me that, uh, keep this is great every single off-season we get to work out 
various groups, various individuals, but we would have different strength coaches, obviously, you know, with us for those that like to stay in town. And it was a good group. Um, you know, just some of the guys, me, I know Marquise Pouncey, Cam Hayward, um, at times, let's see, uh, two would be out there as well, right? Mm-hmm. And we get to working out. And, you know, look, look, this is what you got today. You got 32 sprints. Uh, we're going to do, you know, 10 intervals of ropes. We're going to do some footwork. And uh, at the end, we're going to do, you know, a couple get-offs, and that'll be it. I'm like, all right, okay. Athlete, you've let me know what the task is. I understand it's a very daunting task already, but you know what? I'm locked in. We're going to get better today. We go out. We give all the effort. It'll be a great workout. And then at the end, this is how every workout would end, and this is where it would go left. This is where splits were exchanged, some sour looks towards individuals uh-huh. were exchanged. You mm-hmm. would hear an individual holler out over time. And overtime, when you're working out, means we're going to add even more to this yep. already, you know, pretty full workload that you've already identified that this was the agreement that we all said, hey, this is what we're running. This is what we're doing. I'm committed to that. I trust your judgment. Let's go. But now, in the heat of the moment, now, all of a sudden, because you don't feel like, you know, we're tired enough, now it's overtime. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, we're not doing overtime every day. It's not overtime every game. I work out like this, so I don't have to go into overtime. Wes, I played what ten years, nine years in the in the league. You did, yeah. I had about what? a decade, yeah. You know, five I, nine years. I, I give you the decade. Listen, listen yeah. I believe I played in five overtime games, three of them in regular, and I think two in the preseason. Just throwing it out for context. I don't care about all this overtime, overtime, and this is like I said, where these workouts would get really, really uh interesting. Mm. There have been times where yes, yours truly has you know pulled a B. <laughs> A little disrespect out there. Shirt coming off. <laughs> Instead of the peace sign, it's the one finger peace sign. The one finger peace sign. Oh no, not that, not that one. The only place that that's okay is on the Pennsylvania Turnpike when someone's sitting slow in the left lane. You know, when the, the dozen cars behind him. And you don't know how many times me and my coach would go in and he would say, oh, if you're going to quit out here, you're going to quit on Sundays. I said, coach, I ain't never quit in no game. But at the same time, we ain't in overtime every day going day in. All right. It's a little A.B., it's a little <laughs> Allen Iverson in it's there. It's a little different. We're talking about practice here, coach. Like, yes, but but anytime you start hollering overtime, that's, that's instantly what I start thinking about, man. Well, we ain't doing that today. No I, worries. I don't do overtime, man. What I we don't are, do it. What we are going to do is we're going to talk about those Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, what, about 20 minutes from now, our good friend of the show, Brian Backo, will join us as we continue to get ready for Sunday. Super, super wild card weekend. Super wild card. Bum, bum, bum. You know what I need to do? I need to go in the system tomorrow and get like a really dramatic sound effect. Mm, Like a bum, bum, bum. Uh And every time we say super wild card weekend, we'll hit the bum, bum, bum. I'm all for that, man. Super wild card weekend. Dun, dun, dun. Let's go. Little thing that we do on a Thursday, it kind of kicks off Arthur Motes and I's really turning the page to the game, to the next opponent, and uh, starting to do a little advanced scouting. It's a thing we call three things. Thursday, we look at the Steelers' upcoming opponent. Three things, three areas um, where they excel as a team. Three things that they do well. Maybe individuals, maybe X's and O's, maybe coaching staff. Anything is on the table that we think they do well, that they, again, excel at as a football team or as individuals. And then three things, the opposite of that, where we think they struggle, where they can be had a little bit by the Steelers, where maybe they aren't quite up to snuff Arthur Motes, as I always do. I ask you, where would you like to begin today, the good or the bad? Let's start with the best. We can end with that high note. I I always like to end on that high. Dig it. You know, Arthur Motes, the first thing that you do not like, Chief Keefe, 
Oh, this is simple about the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Um, I start with the offensive line. Um, more importantly, the outside part of it, the right tackle. More importantly, right now, um, just I think that they give up pressure on the edges. Now, at the same time, I don't think that it equates to sacks because Mahomes has just a really good feel for the rush, and I think that at times, schematically, they do some things to help their tackles at times. But as a whole, I think that that old line gives up pressure. I think that old line can be uh can be had and I do think that you know if you take it of that matchup it will alleviate some of the stress that gets put on your back end in terms of those guys having to cover your Tyree Kills your Travis Kelsey's your Pringles and and Harmon and things like that I mean I just think that when you watch that offense that is the weakest link ah look at you with the goodbye (laughs) are the most first thing for me is the pass defense. Mm -hmm. They have capable playmakers on the back end. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody knows about Tyron Matthew, right? But but there's other guys that have their hand in that pile as well, too. But they just, when that playmaking, when that splash ability from the secondary doesn't show up, Mm -hmm. a lot of times they can be had through the air. And, And we know that that's been a mixed bag for the Steelers. It's been a lot of short of the sticks. It's been stuff close to the line of scrimmage. But this is a team in the Chiefs. Uh, that's bottom of the barrel in the NFL in terms of pass yards allowed per game. 27th in the league, over 250 yards allowed on average in the air uh, per game. Again, they make up for it at times because they, they, can, they can have that ball-hawking ability yep. at times. And to their credit, when they've you know been on this relative win streak, right? I mean, since October, the only game they lost was to Cincinnati a couple weeks it. ago. Mm-hmm. It's the only game they've lost since Halloween. Um a big part of that has been because their secondary has shown some of that playmaking ability, but they still give up a lot of yards. They still give up a lot of opportunities to the opposition. I want to see the Steelers take advantage of that. You know, we talked a little bit yesterday about new wrinkles. That's something you, you know, want to see from uh, your offensive staff and schematically in the playoffs. Maybe that's one of those things, but this is a, a, uh, a secondary for the Chiefs that has been known to surrender some yards, and, uh, and the Steelers are going to need that. On Sunday, that's my first thing that I do not like about the Kansas City Chiefs. Bang bang! Now bang, that bang. coincides right with the second thing that I don't like, and it is very uh, specific. I do not like their defense when they do not have the lead. Ooh, because I do think I like there that. is a distinct difference when you watch them on tape. When they don't have the lead, they're not as opportunistic. The turnovers that you were referring to, they don't get those typically. When you talk about that pass, even is a lot more acceptable because. That off that D line doesn't create the pressure that you would want when they have to be honest. Now, when you're watching them with the lead, drastically different. But when they don't have the lead, they struggle to stop the run. And I also think they struggle to come up with timely turnovers. They struggle to just be a good play in and play out defense. Definitely built to play with the lead, but when they're trailing, that defense is not what you wanted to be. Or even when the game is close, it's yeah. not what you wanted yeah. to be. It's 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 a different type of defense when you're watching them. So absolutely. Arthur Boats, number that I don't like. Chief Keith, bang, bang. Bang, bang. You know, uh, it's 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 been a, a very interesting year for Najee Harris, right? It definitely has. But he has recently, now that the season has ended, he's gotten credit for not doing something. Regular season has ended. Regular. He's gotten credit, Arthur Motes, Najee has, for mm-hmm. having the most touches Correct. in the NFL and not doing what? Mm-hmm. Fumbling the football. Absolutely. You know what the Kansas City Chiefs kind of do pretty often, way too often? Mm -hmm. Like one and a half times per game? Mm -hmm. Fumble the football. This is true. 23 fumbles on the season. Motsi, that's way too many. 
Now, they've lost 12 of those, mm-hmm. so about 50% of the time they're getting it back. But 23 fumbles in 17 games, that's coughing up the rock way too much, particularly when you're coming up against the Steeler team with some guys like T.J. Watt, with some guys like Cam Hayward, with some guys like Minka Fitzpatrick that yep. we know have some ball-playing abilities. I mean, particularly T.J. You know, he'll punch that thing out like he's Muhammad Ali going yeah, for somebody's truth, chin. All right? Uh, that's something I'm keeping an eye on. You know, there's been a lot of talk about turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Mm-hmm. Steelers need to take care of the ball, and they need the defense to force two or three turnovers. You need to win that turnover margin. This, to me, is feels like a big opportunity Maybe early in a drive, the Chiefs are in their own end. You set up the offense with the ball at the 25, at the 30-yard line after a TJ strip sack or a TJ forced fumble. TJ what? Or, a, a, you know, a Cam Hayward forced fumble. This is a team, Arthur Motes. You know, ain't it? 23 fumbles. That's a big number. Um, you you got you to gotta take care of the bread a little bit more than that. You got high and tight, Arthur Motes, and that's not what the Chiefs do. And uh, I don't like that, and I hope that the Steelers are able to take advantage. Now, I like that a lot right there, man. Um, the last thing for me that I don't like about this Chiefs team bang, bang. is at times I think they are very arrogant. Um, when you talk about starting at the quarterback position, some of the throws that you see Mahomes makes when he's rolling out and he's throwing the ball across his body into the middle of the field late in the down – those are cardinal sins when you're talking about the quarterback position. But because he's had success doing it before and because he believes in his uh, talent, and yes, rightfully so, he is elitely talented, he does that a lot. Now, he's been able to get away with it, but at times this season we've seen it come back to bite him in the butt. And this is one of those situations where we're talking about how can this Steelers team get out of here with a victory? How can take advantage of some stuff to ultimately, you know, swing the momentum in their way. You have to take advantage of their arrogance when they operate like this because they don't just do what they design at times. They feel like, hey, man, it doesn't matter. I can stay and I can make this throw. I can do these things even when everything is telling me not to. Right, right. And because, like I said, he's had such success with that method before, if he, these are the games where you have to make him pay for that. If you're Minka Fitzpatrick, Troy mm-hmm. Adams, guys like that, you got to capitalize on it. But I do think that at times that confidence that they play with definitely bleeds over into arrogance. It's well said. And, you know, my kind of my, my last thing is a little maybe same church, different pew, if mm-hmm. you if you will, to that that arrogance conversation. Motes, this is this is a team that takes certain opponents lightly. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. And, you know, it's the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to do that with the Steelers, but I, I certainly think there's a chance. You look you look at their schedule, right, and a lot of the games that they have played against lesser teams, you know, perceived mm-hmm. lesser teams. Not I'm not talking about the loss to Cincinnati or anything like that because, you know, no one was taking Cincinnati lightly at that point. I'm, I'm not talking about Packers or, or Buffalo or anybody like that that they've played. I'm talking Denver last week, right, where, where they were down for the majority of that game and they had a defensive touchdown to win that game. I'm talking about when they played the football team earlier in the season and and they struggled until late in the third quarter. I'm talking about when they nearly lost to the stinking New York Giants. Won that game by three points and needed some, some Houdini magic late in the end. They are a team, and it's maybe some of that arrogance. And listen, I don't want to pretend like it's unearned or it's coming out of nowhere. Right. I mean, we know that the run that they've been on, they've been in the AFC Championship game three straight years, Super Bowl two straight years. We know when they won the Super Bowl two years ago, Motes. I mean, remember that run in the play? Every oh, game they nuts. every game they played Absolutely. in the playoffs, they were down like 21 points and they came yep. back and won. That that naturally is going to 
to breed a little arrogance, I think, and 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 you want your team to be confident, bordering on arrogance. But there's a, as you know, as the it's one with the, with the with the yeah. decade of NFL experience, there's a fine line there um, between being confident and being overly cocky. And I think sometimes they flirt with being. I don't think I know. Sometimes they flirt with being overly cocky. Maybe that happened. You know, maybe twelve and a half point favorites against the Steelers. That's a lot. <laughs> first time they've played on Wild Card Weekend under Mahomes because they've always had the first round mm-hmm. bye until this year. Hey, Arthur Motes. Maybe you catch him slipping a little bit. And I, I, I think they do have that. You know, we talked about that a lot here in Pittsburgh over the past five, six, seven. Oh, Steelers always play down to their competition. There's a little bit of that with these Chiefs as well, too. Yeah, absolutely. They like the five-star matchups when the lights are on. And I guess this is going to be a playoff game on Sunday night, so the lights will be on. Um, but I could also see that going the other way where sometimes they think, you know, this team doesn't belong on the field with us, and it ends up a little bit closer than you would expect. And if that is the case... If we can just get it close, fourth quarter. One score game in the fourth quarter. That's what we're hoping for. That, that's, that gives us a chance. That's the that's the realistic yeah, you expectation. Get if you get there, we're good. Is that even a fair – let me ask you that. Is that even a fair expectation? Um, Or no? No, no, no. It's just no, it's, no, no, it's, it's what you're hoping thing, for. Uh, yeah, expectation versus what you have hoped for, what you wish to happen, I think are different. If I'm expecting it, I feel like, yes – we should do this. We better do this. This is what we're capable of doing. Nah, not so fast. We know even for that to become our expectation, we're going to have to play almost perfect on our end. We're not going to be able to have a turnover. We're going to have to sustain drives offensive. We're going to have to get off the field on possession downs defensively, and that is going to include us having to capitalize on turnovers as well. Sure. We haven't done that consistently enough to have the expectation that now we're just going to flip the switch and turn it on versus a team where we had the same opportunity against them a couple of weeks ago, and that was not the case. We can still have the hope. We can still have the optimism, and that's how I'm operating with it. It's like we got the optimism. We know this is what needs to happen in order for us to be successful, or at least to have a chance to be. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like how I would differentiate the two right there. What say – Yins, guys, those are our three dislikes. If you know, we'll take yours at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, is where you mm-hmm. get involved with the show. Motsi, before we go back to that real quick, uh, we, we've gotten a few tweets here. I did want to address this as well, too. Um, a lot of you, uh, Steel City Champs tweeted it to us. CR tweeted it to us. What's up, CR? Checker tweeted it to us. Uh, these, these clips that have been going around of Nick Wright. Okay, and there was one yesterday of him saying that it was a bye week for the Steelers or for the Chiefs, or better than a bye week. Mm-hmm. And there's the one today of uh, of Nick Wright saying that um, that they miss Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And Don Juan just tweeted us as well too. What do you guys have to say about Nick Wright's comments about the Steelers? Again, quick PSA. I wish we were in the old studio and I had our own soundboard because I need the Mike Tomlin. We do not care. I don't care what Nick Wright says. Why should you care what Nick Wright says? Why? Because he has a fancy TV show on Fox Sports 1? Why? Because now he's trying to grow his hair long when he used to be bald? Oh, I was about to say, who is Nick Wright? That's the answer right there. Folks, we, we do this all the time. You see the graphics of everyone on, on Monday Night Football picked the Steelers to lose. Who cares? Everyone on the NFL Network picks the Steelers to win. Oh, no, we're doomed. Who cares? I don't care about them. You shouldn't care about them. We gonna do what we do anyways. <laughs> I don't care what any of these national media people. Oh, we all we need, baby. It is what it is. 
And the and the real ones get their news from Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler. That's anyway. what I'm saying. Hey, where about yeah, Nick Wright? Yeah, you you see him trying to grow his hair out now? No, I really don't. I, I was in my mind. I'm thinking about this basketball cat from my hometown named Nick Wright. I promise. I was like Nick Wright. Wasn't Nick Wright that dumb? I say, I thought Nick was hooping overseas, man. <laughs> Nick Wright. He's doing all Fox Sports. Fox. You talking about? I said, boy, Nick ball head like a mug. What you talking about? <sighs> and and again. It's like you know what this is like, Moats. I've made this comparison in the past. When you feed, when you when you feed into that stuff, when hashtag you people feed in, when you react to that Nick Wright stuff, it's that's exactly what they want you to do. No, definitely. It's, yeah. it's like Arthur Moats. You know what cracks me up? You know we're we're in the building here. Ninety six one Kiss is in our building, right? Mm-hmm. They're a pop music station. They deal with a lot of pop culture and current events. Okay. I always crack up when 961 kiss posts a kardashian or jenner related story on facebook or social media or whatever okay mm-hmm. like you know travis scott and one of the jenners are doing whatever got you everyone comments we don't care about that trash family we don't care yes they you do and you care yes you do if you want to take power away from those people unfollow them unengage with them ignore them don't comment don't like don't dislike don't share nothing don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Hence the quietness over here where we keep talking about Nick Wright. Moats is just worried because he might run into Nick Wright actually one of these days, so he he doesn't want to say too much. It's like when I talk about yeah. my it's like when I talk about my crush on Rihanna, Moats is like, hey, maybe I might actually meet Rihanna one I day. Don't I got any problems I gotta play with anybody. Cool. I, all I all I have asked for is my wife. Love you, Shonda Lee Moats. I don't know what what Wes over here talking about. I ain't running nobody. All we know is that uh, Santa, he better not catch Santa Claus kissing <laughs> hey, hey, Shonda that, Lee that, that, That's the truth. So I know your yeah. wife's middle name now, but still not yours. That's a, that's a development. I mean, it is what it is. You know, every time I think that we're getting close, every time I think that see, we're connected. See, no, now I want this to be, know, I want to see how like, long I can wow. live without knowing him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody's going to say We're like it. on year four of being friends. Somebody's I want to know how long, can I make it, it to a decade? I'm just, I, I just want people to know that I still know your name. Mm-hmm. Your whole name. I know the meaning behind your name. You got I know, my social security number you know, too. I, I even know like why you renamed what you renamed. Like how my dad, my dad sense. won the bet you know against my mom. Like, yeah, I've had my initials like, BWVU. Geez, yeah, and it's like, man, we four years, man. I thought we were like close. I was ready to talk about your blood type, and you're just like, I don't even know your middle name. Oh wow, just, ow! Most you're filing my taxes for me. <laughs> I'm trying to dodge spoiler alerts. <laughs> Benjamin tweets us and says, listening to you guys, messed up audio or not, still better than listening to Chris Collinsworth with perfect audio. I said what I said. For the culture, let's go. <laughs> uh, Arthur Motes, we do have a little bit of breaking news. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. The Pittsburgh Steelers just tweeted one minute ago, Juju Smith-Schuster will practice today but remains on the reserve injured list. And there's no chance he's playing, right, this week or no, even not, if they not, go on a run. this week, but no. Um, it, it if could they went on a run, maybe? Yeah, in the sense of, you remember when he got put on IR earlier in the season, the uh, initial report was what? That he was going to be done for the regular season, but it is a potential that if the Steelers were to make the playoffs, that he could return. Now, at the time, you got to remember, the team didn't look anything like a playoff caliber right. team, so the assumption was this is the last snap we've seen. Juju, we don't have to worry about him coming back at all. Well, you fast forward it now a couple of months, yeah, he, he's recovered a lot more. He's healed up a lot more. So now he will get the opportunity to practice. But I will say this. Um, I don't anticipate him being available before an AFC championship game solely because when you talk about coming back from a surgery or injury <clears throat> in the same season as well, it's one thing to work out on your own. It's one thing to go out on the field and catch football passes on air. 
It's another thing to put shoulder pads to do those things. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to do it catching it from an NFL quarterback. Now it goes to a whole another level when you're talking about NFL defenders. Mm-hmm. And that's just in the practice setting. We haven't even talked about when I actually hit you. Different in what is Juju's game predicated on? Physicality. Yes, it is. It's not predicated on speed. It's not predicated on being elusive. It's predicated on I'm going to run you over. I'm going to stiff arm you. I block hard. Heavy metal football. All of those things are probably not the best, you know, in terms of when you're rushing talking about his injury, injury yeah. upper body, high stakes, trying to rush him back out there. That probably wouldn't be the best scenario. But it is at least good to see him recovering on schedule, probably even ahead of schedule to the point where he's at least able to get out there and practice today. But, yeah, barring an AFC championship run, I don't see him returning right now, man. That is uh, one part of the breaking news. Also, some good news. James Washington activated from the uh, the COVID list today. Oh, man, I didn't even know he was on the list. I just thought the team wasn't playing. No, I'm playing. I ain't going to do that today. Listen, don't you <laughs> talk about Ray Ray. No, wide receiver number one, Ray Ray, all right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. Run from it. Hide from it. Mm-mm. Destiny arrives all the same. Clearly it does. We're going to take our first break of the show here. All right, plenty to get to as we roll along. We will get back into three things Thursday. We'll give you things that we do like about the Kansas City Chiefs, the things that we do well, the things that the Steelers are going to have to slow down and be ready for, defend well, all those different things. We uh, First, though, we'll talk to our buddy Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He's in lockstep with the team. He's down at practice every day. How's Najee Harris doing? How's everything else looking? Some funny comments from Ben Roethlisberger. Is he being sarcastic or is he being serious? Everything on the table with the Batman when we return on the other side. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler, and you're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. <laughs> 